This episode is supported by Earn In. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn now can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Super, super easy to use. You just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. So the app is free. You can leave a tip if you want. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So here's the thing. Sometimes getting close to your next paycheck, next pay period, and you realize, oh gosh, like paycheck doesn't come until next Friday, but we have this event that we need to attend this weekend and we need money for it. Or we have to buy a gift for someone. Or, oh my gosh, like my kid tore through their shoes and now we have to buy new shoes this weekend and the money's not in the bank yet. So Earning can help you access the money you've already earned at work by giving you this little bit of money in advance. So make Earnin part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security, and it gives me a lot of peace of mind. So for our listeners, all you need to do is download Earnin today. It's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, and you can download it in Google Play or the Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Shameless Mom under podcast when you sign up. So there'll be a little place where you can, where it says, what podcast did you hear about them on? Type in Shameless Mom under podcast. This helps to show support for our show and our advertisers. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, and subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 195. Show notes for this episode and any links mentioned for this episode can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 195. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean, and I'm here to give you and other passionate, dedicated moms the tools you need to bridge the gap between motherhood and living the life of your dreams. I'm also here to help you be a little more shameless every day, because if you aren't building a life you're extraordinarily proud of, what kind of legacy are you building? So let's dive in. Hello, Shameless Moms. I am so happy to be back. This is the first episode I'm recording in the new year. So there was an episode last Monday on January 1st, but that was pre-recorded. So I feel like this is our first time connecting in 2018. And I'm super, super happy to be here. Very excited to connect and excited to give you a little bit of a rundown of my holidays, which were pretty fun, pretty eventful. I have some good stories. So let's start with, I'm still sick. Like how many episodes in a row can I record sounding super nasally. I'm no longer coughing, so that's great, but I have a raging sinus infection. And if you've been watching my Insta stories on Instagram, you heard me yesterday or a few days ago now talk about how I had a sinus orgasm and it was amazing because I finally got the goop in my head to release a little bit. And when I went to the doctor for the sinus infection, I was like, I think I have a sinus infection, but like nothing is coming out of my nose. So I don't know, like, I don't know what's going on. But if I bend over, my head feels like it's going to explode and my brains are going to like come out of my ears. And so the doctor's like, yeah, I think you have a sinus infection. But I was like, yeah, but I'm like not even congested. I just feel all this pressure. Well, let me tell you, a little Flonase and a little antibiotics and things loosened up. Oh my gosh, my head is... (laughs) 
there's some great things happening up there. <laughs> and it has been amazing. I texted one of my friends who is very prone to sinus infections. And I was like, I think I had a sinus orgasm. And then I had to Insta story about it because I was so excited that I came up with that term. So I don't know if anyone else uses that term, but I'm telling you, it's just as amazing as the real thing. If your head has been throbbing and felt like it's been full of snot and tension for like a week, like mine had been. So that's been an exciting development. Additionally, my husband's back has been out for about a week. So we cannot take down our Christmas tree because he can't help with any of that, with moving the tree out of the house, which I'm secretly loving because it means that we just get to keep the tree up. Before his back went out on December 26th, he brought all the storage bins for Christmas decorations upstairs. And I was like, whoa, what are you doing? Like, no, 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 no. We're not taking Christmas down on December 26th. Like we are at least leaving it here till January 1st which he kind of like rolled his eyeballs and begrudgingly agreed to. And then his back went out. And so now we still have Christmas everything up at our house. And I'm recording this on January 4th. And like, we're still going strong over here with the Christmas spirit. I'm loving it. I'm going to hold out for as long as I possibly can. So that's happening. My poor husband, though, oh my gosh, he is like bent over in like this very elderly position and he's very uncomfortable. He's getting lots of treatment and he is getting better, but it's taking some time. And in the meantime, I feel like I'm married to an 85-year-old man, which is consistent with like a few things in our life. Like early on when we were dating and he told me his favorite show was 60 Minutes, which was a huge red flag because I was like, hmm, he's nine years older than me, but I was like, really 60 Minutes? Like I knew one other person in my life who watched 60 Minutes regularly and it was my grandma many years ago. So I was like, hmm. <laughs> like, is this, I'm not sure where this relationship is going to go. If this person is, he was at the time 36 when we met. And I was like, hmm, he's 36 and his favorite show is 60 Minutes. This is weird. So along those lines, when he's been home with his back being out, he had a few days off of work because he couldn't get to work. So first of all, I don't really love it when he's home because when I'm home during the day, like I have my routines and I do my thing and I work a ton and like I really cram a lot in in my days when I'm working Monday through Friday, all the days that I work Monday through Friday. But I have rituals that are like my little breaks in the day. And one of those little breaks is when I eat lunch and I sit down and I watch myself some Bravo, catch up on my Real Housewives, catch up on my million dollar listing LA, catch up on my Watch What Happens Live. And so with him home, he was on the couch and watching TV and kind of cramping my style. So one day I was like waiting and waiting for him to get off the couch so I could sit down and eat my lunch and watch my shows. Because if I watch with him there, he'll just make fun of the shows the whole time, which I can't handle. So he's not allowed to watch them with me or be anywhere near me when the shows are on. So he's on the couch watching something. And I could tell from just like a couple audio clips of whatever he was watching that I had no interest in watching it. So I go to check and I'm like, are you almost done watching this show? Like, could you take a break from the TV so that I could have a chance to sit down and eat my lunch? in peace and watch one of my shows. And by the way, it was like 2.45 when I was asking him. I was beyond starving. So I look over and he has like some black and white war documentary on. And I was like, I don't want to learn about World War II while I'm eating lunch. I'd like to watch some Bravo. And he got all offended. It is not World War II. It's Vietnam. Like as if that would be more uplifting. I was like, yeah, I also don't want to learn about Vietnam and the Vietnam War while I'm eating lunch. So when are you going to be done with this? So luckily he is back to work. That's good. I'm back to my routine of being able to watch my shows while I eat lunch because it's the only break that I take during the day for like 20 to 30 minutes. And it's 
very lovely and really motivates me to get my work done prior to lunch so that I can have that little reward time. So I'm glad that piece of our life is put back together. We had a fabulous Christmas with my mom here in town and my sister came down. My sister's back is also out because apparently my sister and my husband are both 85. So my sister's back is out. And within 10 minutes of getting to our house, they think she has a bulging disc. She's waiting to get an MRI very soon. But within 10 minutes of coming to our house on her hands and knees in the middle of the living room, and she's like, don't worry, I'm just going to spend a lot of time like this for the next two days. So she was on her hands and knees because that was the most comfortable position for her to be on with her back. So like, we're kind of this like motley crew of injured, sick people. My nephew came down with her. Her boyfriend came down. That was super fun. My mom was here for almost a week. That was great. We did a lot of fun, just traditional holiday things. Of course, Christmas was fabulous because Christmas with a five-year-old cannot be more fun. Like It was the most magical thing. Vinny was so shocked that Santa actually brought him what he asked for. And even like, I mean, the thing he asked for from Santa was $9.99. So Santa decided to also get him something else in addition to the one $9.99 item. And Vinny's mind was completely blown that Santa like stepped it up and took it up to such a high level to invest in like more than just the $9.99 toy. So that was very exciting. We spent a lot of time doing Legos. We had snow here on Christmas and no one would go play in the snow with me because Vinny was so obsessed with Legos for two days. He wore the same pajamas for 48 hours and did not leave the house. So the dog and I went outside to play. So some of this you would have seen on Instagram if you follow me at the Shameless Mom Academy. There was definitely some updates there if you want to go back and get a sneak peek at some of those pictures. And then... My mom left after Christmas, my sister, her family left. And then a couple days after that, my sister-in-law, her husband, her daughter who got married recently and her new husband all came up from Oregon. That was really fun as well. So they came because we have a new tradition from them. We've done it two years in a row. So I'm calling it a tradition. So if my sister-in-law Holly or my niece Amanda are listening, this is a tradition now because we've done it twice. So we have to do it every year. So they came up because last year they came for New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. And we did the polar bear plunge at Golden Gardens, which is where you plunge into the Puget Sound, which is the ocean on New Year's Day. And it was very cold last year. Like there was, I think, remnants of snow and lots of ice out. I swear to God, it was colder this year. There was no snow or ice, but it was kind of windy. It was so bitter cold. And also that was when I was at the peak of my sinus headache. (laughs) And so... I went a little begrudgingly, but I was like, they came to town to do this. We're like, we're going to do it. And I felt amazing getting in and out of that water. Like that'll clear a girl's sinuses real fast. And if you follow me on Instagram, you will have seen that I went running into that water in just a sports bra and I've never been in public in just a sports bra. This was a moment. This was how I kicked off my 2018, just busting out me and my sports bra. And I'm the person who like jokingly will say to people, because I've literally never been in a sports bra in public or in a bikini. Like I am like total tankini girl. Prior to tankinis, I was like all about the one piece, the like athletic one piece. So I'm the one who always jokes with my friends when we're going somewhere super hot. And I'll be like, oh yeah, I'm like totally just going to run around in my spandex and sports bra because that's so not me. I know plenty of people do that. They're totally comfortable doing it. People of all shapes and sizes. I think that's amazing. It's just not my comfort zone. But I decided I'm going to do it on New Year's Day. Why not? New year, start fresh, bigger, bolder, braver every damn day. So I busted out in front of a few hundred people doing the polar bear plunge in my sports bra. And I put a picture of it up on Instagram. 
and on my personal Facebook page, because I mean, if you're going to do something totally scary and shameless for the first time, you have to post it so thousands of people can also see it on the internet, right? So that's what I did. And thank you all for your really nice and supportive comments about that. And maybe I'll do a whole episode about that event because it was actually, I tied it to some more like emotional things. It was a big deal for many reasons. I'm making it very lighthearted in the way I'm addressing it right now, but it was kind of a big deal for me and definitely significant to kick the year off that way. And I really, really enjoyed it. And I'm really glad that I did it. So maybe at some point I'll do a whole episode on like bearing it all. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily. It's very digestible. And the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Urtube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around, like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explains. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30 day money back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listener can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. 
So after that, my sister-in-law, their family, they left to go back home. Vinny went back to school. Three cheers for back to school. My husband's back at work, even though he's not totally recovered. And I'm sitting home just blowing snot out of my head and loving every minute of it because every time I get a little more snot out, I feel a little bit better. And I've been doing some great interviews. So last week, we had an amazing interview with Andrea Owen that came out in relationship to her new book launch. So that was a really fun interview. And then I actually did a little expediting, moved things around to bring you an interview with Leslie Juven Iker, who will be a two-part interview coming up this Wednesday and then next Wednesday. So two-part interview because we got so deep into things. I stopped her at one point and I was like, hey, Leslie, what do you think? Would you be able to stay a little longer in this interview and we could break it into two parts because there's actually some things I want to dive into. And she's a medium, like a psychic medium. And I wanted to dive a little deeper. And she started actually doing some work with me and asking me a bunch of questions. And as we wanted to dive into that, I wanted to make sure we kind of did it all justice. And so she so kindly agreed so I like, I mean, I kicked off January 1st, bearing it all in my sports bra, and I'm kicking off these interviews with like bearing it all, talking about just different dynamics in my family and our financial situation growing up and just some really interesting things that she encouraged me to share and supported me through that were really, really fascinating and really interesting. And I just learned so much from having that conversation. And I've said this before about therapy, like sometimes one of the beautiful things about therapy is not so much the feedback that you get from the therapist or the practitioner, it's that you just hear the things that you're saying out loud. And as you say them out loud, you're like, oh my gosh, like I can make the connections on my own now. Just hearing yourself say certain things out loud about your own experiences can be so powerful. And like you learn just in sharing. So you sometimes you don't even need the other person on the other side to like even like pull it apart even more for you because you're dissecting it as you go, which is really cool. And that definitely happened a little bit as I was talking with Leslie. So really great interviews coming up. Shortly after that, we're going to have the interview with Gretchen Rubin. Gretchen Rubin's interview, by the way, this is crazy. I moved things around to get Leslie's interview in because it's a little time sensitive because she wanted to invite our listeners to a live event she has going on in New York. And so I wanted to make sure I got that live for the next two weeks, which means I pushed Gretchen Rubin's interview. And now this is the universe working in all the best ways. Gretchen Rubin's interview is going to be episode number 200, which I'm pretty pumped up about because I've been trying to figure out what am I going to do for episode 200? Like that's a big milestone. So episode 199 will be me, my solo episode celebrating 200 episodes. And then Gretchen Rubin will be our official 200th episode on Wednesday in February. I don't remember the exact date, but that's super exciting. So lots of fun, fun stuff coming up there. All right. So what I want to talk about today, what I want to really dive into and dissect is goals and resolutions. And so there's lots of different thoughts around New Year's goals, New Year's resolutions. I've talked about a few times already. In recent episodes, I've talked about how I don't necessarily set resolutions for myself. I kind of spend the month of January like processing what I want the upcoming year to look like. And there's a few things that I'll know off the bat. And especially with professional stuff, I'll be like, okay, like here's are maybe some like number goals that I want to try to hit, or here's maybe a new direction that I want to go in the new year. And some of those things I'll know right off the bat in the new year. But there's a lot of things that I kind of want to sit with and figure out. And so I kind of spend the month of January processing that. And then as I get closer to the end of the month, I have those things more dialed in. Some people, January 1st comes and they're like, I'm all in. I'm back at the gym. I'm eating my broccoli. Like I'm not drinking. And they're ready to hit it hardcore. 
that's not my style. I don't think one way is right or wrong or one way is better. That's just like, it takes me a minute to figure out what I'm going to do. And I actually have a lot of colleagues who spend a lot of time in November and December figuring out what their New Year's resolution and their New Year's goals will be for their businesses. But for me, my end of the year with the nature of being a gym owner, I'm doing a lot of hustling in December. There's a lot of stuff that goes on in my business in December. I don't have the time to sit and like figure out what I'm doing in the next year because I'm actually like kind of trying to get through all my gym stuff. So I spend January doing some of that stuff. So this is just to say that like it can look different for different people and however it is for you, great. Like if you're already hardcore into New Year's resolutions, awesome. If you don't believe in them at all, fantastic. If you're processing and still figuring out what you wanna do, great. And we have the Shameless Mom Momentum Mastermind coming up, which is gonna be a great place to either start working towards goals for 2018 or if you've started and you want some support, it'll be a great place to get that support as well. And I have been inundated with requests for the Shameless Mom Mastermind. So if you're interested, please do send me an email at info at shamelessmom.com. If you're interested in participating, my goal is to get all of the details all set up this week and be able to email out official registration information, full details so you can decide if it's right for you. But just to give you a little bit of a rundown, the Shameless Mom Momentum Mastermind is going to be most likely six-week program where we meet virtually once a week. It will be myself and a bunch of shameless moms. We'll meet virtually once a week via Zoom video conferencing. So we all get to see each other and talk and interact, which is really fun. And during those meetings, we talk about goals, we talk about wins, there's always an education component. So I'll be talking about how to build momentum in any area of your life. I'll be talking about self-doubt and fear, and I'll be talking about overcoming obstacles. We'll talk about and share our biggest struggles and all those kinds of things. So it's really great if you have a specific goal, like you know, you know, in the new year, I want to start to look at a new profession, or in the new year, I want to become a blogger, or in the new year, I want to start a podcast, or in the new year, I want to lose 10 pounds, or in the new year, I want to lose 100 pounds, or I want to start exercising regularly, or I want to organize my life. I want to feel more sane in my daily life. I want to take more time for myself. I want to have more time for self-care. Any kind of goals along those lines are all perfect for the Momentum Mastermind. So if that is up your alley, and you want some support and accountability and just a little more in-depth time with me every week, which I love. It's my favorite thing to be able to connect with you all on a more personal level. Definitely shoot me an email at info at shamelessmom.com and I will make sure that I send out the info as soon as I have it. So there's that piece. So what I wanna really dive into today is how to get what you want out of any goal or resolution, kind of regardless of where you stand on that. And I think this is important regardless of whether or not you set big resolutions for the year or you just have little goals that you set throughout the year. Because sometimes we lose sight of things when we set goals, we get so focused on the end that we forget about the messy middle and the messy middle is super important. I talked a lot last year in 2017 about the book Finish. The book Finish had a big impact on me. I interviewed John Acuff, the author of the book. It's a phenomenal book. I'll link to it in the show notes. And when I interviewed him, one of the things we talked about was that the middle really gets lost. We get really excited about starting towards something. And as soon as we start, like literally on day two, we're like, okay, now when is it done? Like we are not about considering what's in the middle. And the messy middle, it's like, that's where you have to sit for a long time to get from point A to point B. There's a lot of stuff in the middle that takes a long time. And it's a super, super important pieces and components here to be addressing and considering as you're moving through this. So the first piece of this, there's gonna be four parts to what we're talking about today. The first piece is that you need to settle in for the journey, not focus on the outcome. 
So I'm going to give you an example of one of the things that I'm doing. So I'm doing morning pages right now. And morning pages, they come from a book called The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. And she is a writer who talks about different practices in unlocking your creativity. And one of the practices is morning pages where you write freehand, not typing, which is going to be significant in a minute. I'll tell you why, where you write three pages, full pages, and it's basically a brain dump. It's like, there's no right or wrong way to do it. You can write whatever you're thinking, whatever you're feeling. And you can like use prompts if you want to. She gives some suggestions for prompts in the book, or you can just like kind of do it as a diary entry, whatever it works for you. So I'm doing this right now. And I've mentioned this a few times leading up to January 1st, that when I committed to doing this, I thought it was a 30 day thing. And then I learned a few weeks later that it's actually a 90 day thing. <laughs> so I'm committed to 90 days. I have done three days so far. And I will tell you, it's really hard. It is actually physically painful. That's the hardest part. I don't ever write like freehand besides like maybe a post-it note or a check to someone like when I'm writing checks for a babysitter or my trainers. So it's really physically uncomfortable to sit and write for this amount of time. It hurts my elbow because I have this tendonitis issue, which is literally and embarrassingly from scrolling with my thumb on my phone. It hurts my back because I do it on the couch because I want to be comfy cozy when I do it. I don't want to sit at a table because I'm doing this at the crack of dawn. And so for me, part of like making it worthwhile is that it needs to feel cozy. It can't feel like I'm going to get up at six o'clock and like go sit at my desk because that just feels like very rigid. So I sit on the couch and write and my hand hurts and my elbow hurts and my wrist hurts. My forearm aches because I'm trying to write really fast and my back starts to get achy. And I get kind of cranky. And then so far, the last three mornings, Vinny has gotten up in the middle of it and totally interrupted me, interrupts my train of thought. He wants to come sit with me and I get super annoyed. So, so far, I've just been cranky most of the time I've been writing. So you can tell it's been a really positive experience. But what I'm focusing on is the journey. I am not focusing on day 90 because right now on day three, I can tell you that day 90 seems really, really far away and I'm not sure I'll make it. So... I am focusing on the journey and I'm really thinking through as I'm writing and I'm even writing about this while I'm writing, like this really hurts and I'm annoyed right now and my elbow hurts and my arm hurts and I'm processing some of this and processing like why this is annoying to me, but also what do I hope to get out of it? And honestly, what I go back to every time I feel really annoyed, I just start writing, I am grateful for blah, blah, blah. And I like think of something I'm grateful for. I will take some pictures and post them on Instagram of these pages because it is like page after page after page of chicken scratch and how I get through it. This is like so typical of my super dorky competitive with myself lifestyle. I time how long it takes me for each page. And I honestly thought I could do this. I thought three pages would take me about 15 minutes and it takes about 30 minutes. So I try to make sure I get the first page done in 10 minutes or less. And then the second page in 10 minutes or less, third page, 10 minutes or less. So that the whole thing takes less than 30 minutes. That's a challenge. Like I have to write really fast. This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it 
to use immediately. And it, I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray. And the spray was perfect. So Vinny does not like ointmenty, creamy, lotiony things on his body, but I was able to get out the spray, literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived, put it on his toe before he went to bed. And the next morning he was like, mom, my toe's all better. It was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly. So you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, other types of skin damage. It's totally safe, non-toxic, suitable on all types of skin, even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin. This is also safe for the youngest members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500 thousand happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family so to get your own active skin repair go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20 percent off your order when you use the code shameless that's activeskinrepair.com use the code shameless for 20 percent off your order activeskinrepair.com code shameless Feel like you're the martyr in your family? You're not alone. Hey, this is Joanne. And Brie. And we're from the No Guilt Mom podcast. Brie, we talk to a lot of moms. Yeah, we sure do. And if you're a mom who has a to-do list that is so massive that you get overwhelmed and you shut down. Or if you fall into the habit of doing everything for everyone and don't know how to change it, we can help you become a no guilt mom. We're going to take you from family martyr to family model. That's role model so that you role model the behavior that you want to see out of your kids. You're going to go from being tired and overwhelmed to energized and guilt free. Every week, you'll get actionable strategies that you can implement right away from the experts that we interview and from us. We also have a whole lot of fun. So check out the no guilt mom podcast everywhere you listen to your favorite shows. So when you're settling in on the journey and not the outcome, you want to be thinking for me with morning pages, I am considering that I know that I'm becoming more creative. I'm becoming more tuned into my inner dialogue, even if it's annoyed because Vinny's playing the harmonica next to me while I'm trying to write, which actually happened this morning. And it's about that versus in 90 days, I'm going to be an amazing writer because right now I can't think about day 90. I just can think about today. If you are thinking about something along the lines for weight loss for a New Year's resolution or for a goal this year, something you might want to be thinking about is feeling really good about your positive choices and your non-scale victories rather than looking at a number on the scale. So that might be like, wow, three days this week, I got up and I worked out at 6 a.m. Or three days this week, I worked out at 6 p.m. Or three days this week, I ate broccoli and I didn't have dessert. Three days this week, I didn't drink wine. Like whatever that is for you, but focusing on the journey and really acknowledging like what you're doing on a daily basis and how strong that makes you feel, how it makes you feel strong, powerful, and capable. Super, super important detail in focusing on settling in for the journey and not being super fixated on the outcome. Because what happens with that is that you get all these unintended gifts along the way. And I say this all the time at the gym, people sign up for weight loss programs with me because of a number they want to see on the scale. And they think that that's going to be the reward. They never consider that sleeping better will be a huge reward because that happens when you work out regularly. They never consider that having better energy is going to be a reward, but that's what actually happens when you start making better food choices and drinking more water on a regular basis. They never consider consider that like their belly not digging into their jeans is going to be a huge reward, but it is like when your jeans are just 
a little bit looser and you're not feeling like you're squeezing yourself in, that is so freeing. So those kinds of non-scale victories become really huge and those become the big wins. Even though you originally set out thinking like, well, the big win isn't until I hit a certain number. That's not really, it's really about. That becomes really the much cooler, more motivating and inspiring part of the process toward the goal. Number two, to get what you really want out of a goal or a resolution, you have to create a roadmap and you have to follow it. You have to have a very specific plan with very specific action steps. And this is what we'll work on in the Shameless Mom Momentum Mastermind is because sometimes people don't quite know how to tune this in or dial this in. And it depends on the goal. Like sometimes it's really obvious. If weight loss is a goal, this can be pretty easy to be like, I'm going to work out X amount of days a week and I'm going to only drink twice a week and I'm only going to enjoy sugar twice a week, like those kinds of things. But for things like, I want to have more time to myself. I want to take better care of myself. Sometimes we need a little more guidance around setting really specific action steps and creating that roadmap. So we'll be doing a lot of that in the Shameless Mom Momentum Mastermind. But I can tell you right now for me, my roadmap for completing my 90 days of morning pages and doing the full Artist Way protocol as laid out in Julia Cameron's book is that I'm setting my alarm every morning for 6 a.m., and I'm writing for 30 minutes, then I'm reading for 10 minutes, reading specifically out of her book, and then I'm doing my workout for 30 minutes. Now, I will tell you that was my plan this week. That's what I've been doing this week. I can already tell because Vinny's been interrupting me. I need to get it 15 minutes earlier because him interrupting me, like I said, it makes me a little annoyed. Like having someone playing the harmonica next to me while I'm trying to write kind of messes with my mojo. So starting next week, I'm going to get up at 545 and start this whole process. I have one of my amazing boot campers who's actually leading this group of women through this. This is not affiliated with my gym at all, but she's leading this group of women through this 90-day journey. She's getting up at 4.45 to do this. So she's getting up at 4.45 to do her morning pages before she goes to 6 a.m. boot camp. So she is a total rock star. Shout out to Rebecca for the very diligent and disciplined work she's doing with that. So those are my very specific action steps. So if you have a roadmap toward a healthier new year, you might say like, I don't drink alcohol Monday through Friday. I only enjoy sugar twice a week. I work out three days a week at 6 p.m. Every Saturday morning, I grocery shop and I prep two healthy meals for the week. If you're looking at being more organized and simplifying your life this year, maybe you would have a roadmap that looks like, I eat the same thing for breakfast every day. Like every day for breakfast, I have a hard boiled egg and oatmeal. Or every day for breakfast, I have like a protein shake and a banana. Another way to simplify might be that every Thursday I do laundry, every Sunday I vacuum and scrub the toilet. So it's like super simple, super laid out. So you know exactly when you're doing things, you can check the box. Did I do it? Did I not do it? Like it fits in a place and you know where it is. Super helpful. The third piece of this, the third step to getting what you actually want out of any goal or any resolution is consistently show up imperfectly. I'm going to say that again because it's important. Consistently show up imperfectly. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter if it's super ugly. It doesn't matter if it doesn't go as planned. The consistency of showing up is what's really important. So every morning this week, when I've gotten up to do morning pages, something has gotten in my way. So this morning, it was that Vinny wanted to play the harmonica in my ear. He was also whining about wanting to sit next to me and sit on like my left side versus my right side, which meant I had to like totally rearrange myself on the couch. (laughs) Yesterday morning, it was that he wanted me to help him find his Buzz Lightyear in his bed. He couldn't find it. And I sent him upstairs like two different times. Go upstairs, turn on your light, pull back your covers, blah, blah. He couldn't find it, couldn't find it. So I had to go up there, totally disrupted my flow. So every morning this week, there's been some sort of interruption. 
And definitely any of those things could have been an excuse for me to be like, I'm just going to call it good and be done now at two pages or two and a half pages. I made myself go back every time. But even if I had let myself call it good for that day, two pages, two and a half pages is still way better than zero pages. So let yourself show up consistently no matter how ugly it is. And so I would say this like with workouts, showing up every day for 10 minutes is better than showing up once a week for an hour because that practice of consistency will allow you to stick with the habit for much longer. And it also tells you that you are a finisher and that you are committed to your goals and that you do the things that you say you're going to do, which will hugely impact number four that we're going to get to in just a minute. So this consistency of showing up imperfectly is really, really key and really pivotal to actually getting to your end goal, even if the end goal takes twice as long, even if the end goal ends up being totally different. So sometimes we set out towards something For example, I had a friend who wanted to start a podcast. She started a podcast and she worked really hard at it for like six months. She got to a certain point with the podcast and she's like, you know, I thought I really wanted to do this and I'm really enjoying it, but it actually is like, it's a little too disconnected for what the other things I'm doing in my business life. And I don't think that it's going to work long term. So she's like, I'm going to go ahead and pivot. And she's like, I can use this content that I created in the podcast in another way. So it's still as beneficial that I have it and that I did it but I'm not going to stick with this thing that's no longer serving me in the way I thought that it would when I set out, which is totally fine. Like it's totally cool to have a goal and then be like, hmm, I'm doing a little check-in and this isn't totally working out the way I thought it was. So I'm going to go ahead and shift things. So she's now actually going to transition and start a second podcast. Her first podcast will live on in the archives of podcasts, but she's going to start a second podcast that is more relevant to her current business model. Even though the first one was a little bit more of a passion project and was really fun for her, it makes more sense for her to take a new direction and start the second one great way to change the goal, but she's consistently showing up imperfectly. She's getting to a certain point saying, hmm, this isn't quite working for me. This isn't quite serving this purpose. So instead, I'm going to do it this way now. That's totally fine. But if she had only done like one or two podcasts, she would never gotten into it enough to be able to make that stepping stone and to benefit from the practice and experience of having this one podcast that she ended up, that she's now going to be archiving. So it's really important to show up consistently because you will learn about yourself. You will learn about what the goal needs to look like. You will learn that maybe the end goal is not what you thought it was going to be. So who knows for me, like, I don't even know what my end goal is with this writing for 90 days. (laughs) My end goal is to just be a better writer and to be writing more consistently. But I will say in reading the book, The Artist's Way, there's a lot of people who set out on this journey and end up writing like full books within a year of completing this 90-day journey. That's not my goal right now, but who knows? Maybe that will be my goal by the time I'm done. So it'll be interesting to just see where that goes. I'm just practicing showing up imperfectly and I'm going to see where it leads me. And then number four, the fourth piece of how to get what you actually want out of any goal or resolution is to practice affirmations that shift your self-image. And this is so important. You have to start identifying as someone who does the things that you say that you're going to do or someone who embraces the characteristics that you want to embrace. And so that might mean that like you are terrified and you're nervous and every single day you doubt yourself, but you tell yourself every day, I'm strong, I'm powerful, I'm capable. I'm strong, I'm powerful, I'm capable. Part of this writing experience for me is writing like I am creative, I am a writer, I'm committed. I am creative, I am a writer, I'm committed. So when I don't have anything else to write, I can just write down those mantras. So it's really important that you have these mantras and that will shift your self-image. Years ago, I used to never identify as a runner because I was like, well, I mean, I run like almost every day, but like I'm slow and like I can't even run three miles. And so I was like, I totally thought that didn't count. Oh my gosh, 
Like that's so wrong. If you are showing up consistently doing a thing, you are that thing. You are that person. So if I am like putting on my tennis shoes and running a block on most days of the week, I am a runner, no matter how slow I go. If it is anything more than a walk, I am a runner. You've heard me use the example of my dad saying to me at one point, are you more of a jogger or a runner? And I was like, oh, let's just nip this in the bud right now. Because if you are doing anything more than a walk, you are a runner. And also, if you are a non-runner, you don't get to judge who's a jogger and who's a runner. Like anyone who's doing anything more than a walk is a runner. He noted one time he came to meet me during a half marathon and I was like at mile seven or eight or something. And he had Gatorade for me, which was very sweet and thoughtful. And I stopped and took a sip of the Gatorade. And he said, he's like, oh, like you're not even winded. You must not be going very fast. And I was like, no, it's because I'm in amazing shape. So I recover very quickly. So like within 10 seconds of stopping, I recover and I can have a conversation. Also, when you run a half marathon, when you're running 13.1 miles, like you're not going in a dead sprint because I'm running for like two hours. (laughs) So I kind of have to pace myself. So it's funny when he brought that up, I was like, let's just nip this in the bud. I am a runner because I run. It doesn't matter how fast. It doesn't matter how far because I run. So same thing with writing. Like if I'm writing every day, I'm a writer. It doesn't matter if I have a best-selling book. It doesn't matter if other people are reading it. I'm a writer. It's really important that you identify as the things that you're doing so that you can build from there. Start identifying as someone who like, I don't eat sugar. I'm not saying this for myself. I'm using this as an example for you. If sugar is your thing, sugar is not necessarily my thing. I'm more of a salt person. But if sugar is your thing, if sugar is something you really struggle with, it's like I can live without sugar. I'm happy without sugar. I'm more comfortable without sugar. I have more energy without sugar. Like those are the affirmations that you are consistently telling yourself. You have to tell yourself this stuff over and over again so that you can release some of the doubt around the things that you are trying to power through. So very, very important. So Number one, settle in for the journey. Don't focus on the outcome. Number two is create your roadmap and follow it. Number three is consistently show up imperfectly. And number four is practice affirmations that shift your self-image. So four really important steps to getting what you actually want out of any goal or resolution this year. I hope this was really helpful to you. And of course, if you want to dive deeper on any of this, definitely shoot me an email at info at shamelessmom.com and I will get you on the interest list for the Shameless Mom Momentum Mastermind. Like I said, I have a ton of interest in it. I have a lot of emails from people already. So I do think this is gonna sell out. So just make sure you get me your information so that I can get anyone who sends me their email right now, like early this week, should be able to get in. But once I launch the website, I'm pretty sure it's gonna fill up really quickly. So I don't want you to hold off until then. I want you to get me your information now so that if you're interested, I can make sure I can accommodate you. So again, that's info at shamelessmom.com shoot me an email, just say, hey, I'm interested in the Momentum Mastermind. And I will shoot you an email back that says, yes, I would love to work with you. And I will put you on the list. All right. If this episode was helpful to you, please share it out. Oh my gosh. So many of you were sharing episodes on social media. I love it. It's so fun for me to see it in your Insta stories and on Instagram and on Facebook. Tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy and I will reply as soon as I see the tag, which is usually within a few hours. I really appreciate you spreading the love. So take a screenshot of the episode to share it and then post it on social media tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy. You can also get a link directly to this episode. If you go to shamelessmom.com, click on episode 195 and you'll get the link up in your browser if you want to share that way. If you want to shoot out an email to your 10 best friends to say, oh my gosh, this was life-changing. I love this podcast. Every week I get new nuggets of knowledge. So anyway, you want to share the show, but thank you. Thank you for all the sharing because it really does make a difference. My numbers, holy cow, even in December in a month of crazy holiday stuff, my numbers, it was my biggest month of downloads ever. And I can already tell that January is going to be bigger than December. So 
So much love for you all. You are helping me be more shameless in the new year, just busting out in my sports bra, busting out and doing scary things. And I want to help you be more shameless in the new year. So I love you all so much for spreading the shameless love so consistently and so enthusiastically. It really does mean the world to me. All right. If you haven't left a review already, make sure you do that. I have lots of people leaving reviews right now, which is so fun to go in and see. And my reviews are my ratings and it's how the show gets ranked in iTunes, which is a big deal. So it's actually how I get really great sponsors too. So if you guys want great deals and discounts with great sponsors, make sure you're reviewing the show. If you go over to shamelessmom.com forward slash review, you can review the show and you can also subscribe while you're there. So you get access to all episodes as soon as they are released. So you can hit the subscribe button and that will allow you to get all episodes as soon as they come out every Monday and Wednesday. Thank you for spending time with me today. I hope you have a great day. We will be back on Wednesday with amazing part one interview with Leslie Juven. I care. She has a fancy French last name. And this interview is so amazing. So cool. Part one and part two. Part two is even better than part one, I think, but they're both really, really good. So make sure you tune in for that. And no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. Are you overwhelmed by the things that get in the way of you doing what you want to do? Are you looking for ways to simplify life to better align with your values? Do you want to create space in your schedule so you have room for more of the good stuff? Play, joy, relationships, gratitude, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, I invite you to check out Edit Your Life, a podcast to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. Through episodes with me, Christine Coe, and a range of super smart, compassionate, and thoughtful guests, you'll come away with big picture insights and practical ways to declutter your home, schedule, and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. I have always believed that small moments and actions matter tremendously. My goal is to help you find agency and space in your life through doable baby steps that will leave you feeling accomplished instead of overwhelmed. Check out Edit Your Life wherever you enjoy your podcasts.